0: Okay, so everyone out there watching or listening, uh, I'm in the market for a new beta. If you could head over to teamalphabeta.com and submit your application. Don't. They actually will. They actually. Later. I'm joined by the boy with an addiction to having his wallet drained, Corian 101. That's below the belt! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! <laughs>
1: and I am joined by the blonde bombshell
0: himself, Mr. Leo Hunter Rush. Oh my God, that makes me like Pamela Anderson. Yeah. The blonde bombshell. Yeah, she was in her day. Yeah. She kind of still is. And she can't, yeah, everyone would still go there. Can we do the run? The Baywatch run? oh yeah I need a bit more of a heave to it. a I I had a gym
1: buddy who used to send me that gif whenever we did chesty because he was like this is how my
0: tits feel afterwards oh was this the one that called me the other man the other woman the other Worse. woman oh I was Worse. the other woman yeah. yeah can you believe I know I make such a great other woman <laughs> oh, it makes a degrade of a woman. Too <laughs> soon. Where have you been, honey? Out. <laughs> Who are you with? That Leo. Oh, where are you, honey?
1: It's <laughs> a bit warm in here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Today's discussion is all about... Discussion seems so formal. Yeah. We we yeah. basically... Today's ramble. Yeah, yeah. Today's ramble with a camera and good lighting <laughs> is uh, on the topic of all kinks in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to kick off the season discussing a little bit of everything, getting in on nothing in particular other than the stuff that we're really into. Yeah, this is basically a package holiday buffet of kinks and fetishes. Package holiday. Oh, yeah. We've all
1: that. been on that package holiday where you can back a stone and a half heavier because it's a wonderful buffet. A buffet? Oh, yeah. Would yeah. you say Buffet? Um, <gasps> no, it's a buffet. Would, would you say Buffet? It's a buffet. Oh, no. Not a buffet. Oh, buffet. <laughs> I, I think we should put up a poll. I think we should put up a poll on the Team Alpha Beta website. <laughs> Is it buffet or Buffet? It's a buffet. It's definitely a buffet. Buffet, like Phoebe, friends. Yeah, I don't know. But I remember as a kid, we used to really, really judge the English families who would go on that package holiday to Fuengarola and go,
0: oh my God, there's a buffet at this restaurant. Yeah, no, but you don't say buffet, you say buffet. Yeah, no, no. No. Right, okay, so Hyacinth <laughs> <him> Bucket, everyone <laughs> Anyone get that reference? Yeah? yeah? yeah. Richard! <laughs> Mind the
1: pedestrians, darling <laughs> We just got
0: so sexy That's the sexiest we've ever been Oh, hang on, if I do this Yeah It's all solved um, Richard! <laughs> oh, God, Christ. What is this? The Bucay Residence Yeah <laughs> I'm calling my white slimline cordless. (laughs) Cordless? Was it corded? Oh, fine, corded.
1: No, it was a white slimline telephone with last button redial. I think Uh, it was. Oh, last number redial. redial. Yes.
0: Richard, do I look okay for answering the phone?
1: (laughs) (laughs) My favourite episode is where um, Richard has to come to the door pretending to be the delivery person for the new suite she's ordered. Mm -hmm. And he rings the doorbell mm. and she's like, oh Richard, don't ring the doorbell
0: like a tradesperson. Because <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, not given it enough authority mm-hmm. on the on the ring. Well anyway, so we've been massively off topic, <laughs> so let's get back down to it. So um my brain's now just thinking of Richard job! <laughs> right, you've got to stop doing that. <laughs> you've got to stop doing that. <coughs> right, okay. So, kinks, <coughs> kinks, 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 and kinks. Um, pick why one. What? Actually, why don't we talk about where our journey started? So, probably a really good place to start are some of the really well-known kinks. Mm. Like when someone turns around and says, oh, I'm kinky. Yeah. Like what your brain goes straight to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does handcuff. your brain go straight to? <laughs> furry handcuffs. Yeah.
1: Spanking. One yep. of those whips, those little crops where it's like a hand at the end. Um No, it's the Love
0: Heart ones oh, Love Heart that you can get ones. from like Ann yeah. Summers. We've all
1: seen that. I think it's a Love Honey advert on TV. The only show after about 11 o'clock at night. And it's uh or it might be Ann Summers or what's the like big straight sex toy website? Ann Summers. Not Love Honey. Um, Sam Summers. No, that's like a laundry shop that does sex talks as well. But, like, no, this is like an online, it's like Love Honey or one of those. Anyway, they did an advert, and there's basically like a straight couple, and then another straight couple, and then there's a gay couple, and I think there's a couple of lesbians in there. And there's one shot where there's like this guy on all fours, and his, uh, you know, wife's above him with the crop, and he's got like a little blindfold on, and he's like on all fours, getting all primal. Um, so I always think of that crop that's like a little hand at the end or like a little
0: love heart at the end. Raise your hand if you think that he's actually just describing the home VHS that you put in by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he oh is. Oh my God. One of Mama, my Papa,
1: one like, I formative kink experiences was please don't, please don't, please no. don't go there. One of my forms of kink experiences was waiting until everyone had gone to bed mm. and sitting on, I think it was on Sky 1 or maybe Sky 2, um, they used to show Sexetera, the programme, which was like an early American style uh, programme that I've was about sex and kink and you know, adult stuff, but on, like, Mm. a lifestyle show. Right. Uh, It was quite dated. I think it was filmed in the 90s and early 2000s. Anyway, they used to show it at about 11 o'clock midnight on one of the Sky channels, and I'd wait till everyone went to bed and watch this. Now, there was never anything, like, all that explicit, and there was never any nudity in anything, but they'd go about and film with porn stars and, like, go on set with things. And then they'd, like, go to a leather place and show someone in a straight jacket, and then they'd, like review different kinds of lube and stuff like that. It was like a sort of sex life. How old were you?
0: Hmm.
1: Too young to be watching something like that. But I was like, oh, oh this is really hot, really
0: horny. I feel like... Sky so 1, you have a lot to answer for. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Christ, you've... Yeah. <laughs> got a whole career to answer <laughs> for here. <laughs> so what was one of your first really tick-a-box kink experiences? Um, I used to put a guy in a bathtub full of cold water put on a pair of tight leather gloves and hold them under the water. Wow. That's pretty intense for like a first. Mm, it was hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not doubting that. Yeah. Um, and we got to do that at some point, just uh-huh, saying. Uh-huh. <sighs> there is a really, there's a really sexy tub at the new studio. Plus yeah. Copper. some yeah. um, copper. Yeah. That would be one of the formative ones. I also um, have a, oh wow. Yeah. Why have I not thought to bring that one up before? Right, so this is wonderful. So I'm like 18, right? And uh, I meet two beautiful, incredibly sexy guys. They're having a party. Mm -hmm. I'm at the party. And one of them goes, do you want to come in the bedroom? And I'll like tie you up for the other one. And I was like 18, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Dick's doing this constantly. And I'm Mm -hmm. like rock hard. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Also terrified. Uh-huh. Go into the bedroom. Right, well, I get a rope round my neck to the head of the bed, round the important area down to yeah. the end of the bed, uh-huh. one on each limb to the four corners of the fucking uh-huh. planet. And um, <laughs> then he brought in one of the other guys at the party. Oh. <laughs> Didn't even have sex. Oh, no, that was it. He put a, he put an inflatable toy inside me. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then yeah. he brought in someone else from the party. Yeah? Yeah, that was it. Oh, that what? Happened. And, and then they, no no nothing nothing they nothing just showed happened. them they just right. showed them Fair like enough. look at my look at my macrame look what i did <laughs> look at my uh, macrame <laughs> pot hanger i spent 10 hours <laughs> on and this is the second best back spare bedroom <laughs> uh. so there was nothing sexual there but i was like well bondage is interesting and yeah. i didn't touch bondage for many years probably yeah. that's the reason just why, why. you have I an aversion to rope work <laughs> most likely <laughs> maybe you're sad. yeah that and it takes too much time yeah i
1: once uh Went to hook up in London, and uh, the guy insisted on putting condoms over all the toys, right? Fair enough. A lot of people do it. Um, Do they? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So he put a condom over an inflatable plug, right? (laughs) And then he starts blowing up the inflatable plug, (laughs) right? You can see where this is going, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's intense. And then the session kind of progressed. Anyway, I came, and of course, anyone who... Like, plays with toys and stuff like that. As soon as you come, it's like, get that thing out of me, mm-hmm. right? So, he deflated it and let all of the air out. And I was like, yeah, that still quite, feels quite big. And he was like, it shouldn't I've let all of the air out? And he was like, he'd undone the valve and there was like no air left in it. And I was like, no, that still really feels pretty, you know, pretty present in there. And basically, what had happened was the whole time it was leaking air out of the, the toy. And just filling up the condom. So I had a large inflatable condom in my ass. And we didn't realise that until we pulled it out. And it was massive. And I was like, yeah, that really didn't work very well, did it? You upmarket kind of boy, ain't you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just real class I had acts. never
1: heard of a posh wank until a friend of mine was like, oh, i want to have a posh oh, wank. Oh, yeah, like, as a teenager. What the hell
0: is that? And he was like, oh, yeah, you have a wank with a condom on. I was like, what the hell is this? It was the height of cool when I was at school. Oh, listen to that rhyme. Oh,
1: you were a poet and you weren't um, aware of it.
0: Yeah, cool. (laughs) Sexy. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah, I remember that. And I remember getting a tingle lube. Durex tingle lube? Tingle Tingle lube. I remember ribbed condoms being the kinkiest thing when I was at school. Uh, Ribbed or flavoured. Yeah. (laughs) I remember feeling really, really bad there at home like, under the covers and that, and I've got this condom and I've got this tingle lube. You put the tingle lube on and you're like, whoa, this is mad. Yeah. Uh, and you, like, unroll this condom and practically try and pull it down and you're anxious about, is there air in the nibble? No air in the nibble, whatever's not meant to happen. And you've got to check the little count and make sure it's in date, remember? Oh, yeah, never did that. <laughs> uh, and, you know, go for the motions and you're like, oh, OK, cool, yeah, you've that been was... trying to get men pregnant ever since. Yeah. It will happen. (laughs) One of you out there is fertile enough. One of you. I'm staring down at the camera for everyone that is listening to this online. (laughs) Um, However, if you would. Very sexy stare. To be fair, that stare in that moment just there was worth the whole subscription price for the whole season, frankly. Wow. It's a relatively low subscription price. Mm -hmm. And if you would like, to watch the video of it, head over to teamalphabeta.com and follow all the beautiful instructions on that wonderfully designed website.
1: Who happened to design that
0: website, Mr. Leo Hunter-Rush? Mm. He may be sat on this very sofa. May he? He wow. may he. I have to he say. He may he. I am a modest nurse. <laughs> He's also a liar. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, so posh wanks. We have posh wanks, we have Spanking. We didn't really talk about spanking. We haven't talked about spanking. Yeah, it's weird how spanking progresses from the thing you got when you didn't do what you were told as a kid mm. to the thing you got when... You didn't do what you were told as an adult. Oh, no. I always see it as like... the. It's like it's like a warm-up. It's like... I remember that time you proper put me over your knee and spanked me? Yeah, that was hot. It was really hot. Yeah. I, he'd done something, and I was like, get over my knee. And he was like, what... And I was like, get over my knee. And he was like... "Hmm." Yeah. And then spanked him, and he was... Yeah, you were, like, proper into that. You were like, oh, daddy's just told me off. Cool. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was really hot. Pull your pants up. It was very hot. (laughs) The spanking's big. So Those are some of the essential ones. Mm. Yeah, so we've done a bit of bondage, done a bit of spanking. Yeah, so these, these feel like gateway kinks. Like spanking and you know, a little bit of bondage you know. Where are we gatewaying to
1: Where? that's what I want to know because yes, like <laughs> after my first spanking when you came out with a flogger I was like yeah, yes sir um, that's how everyone starts with a pain kink right, it's pain fetish they realise on a, on a small way that something that was or is generally considered to be painful and unpleasant actually can be can release endorphins in a different kind of way
0: Mm. yeah what was my gateway into pain mm. I think my gateway into pain was blogging. yeah so Mr. Leo Rush goes in
1: quite hard from the beginning ladies and gentlemen uh, this is this is not a this is not an undocumented event I just don't like things at 50% I like
0: yeah. 100% and I also like zero yeah um, you know loud music or no music yeah um, that's a lie I like quiet music too but yes, so flogging was my gateway into mm. pain. Um And was that as a DOM or as a sub? It was a DOM first. Yeah. I like pain on me, yeah. but I like to be the one that inflicts the pain on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like to be in control of it. Mm. I don't like anyone else to be in control in any which mm. way, this, that, or the other. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, it's my rules, 24/7 365 you're sorry. The man who can't compromise. <laughs> <laughs> and the boy who grips his teeth through it. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, you weren't into pain mm-hmm. and then yeah. you're welcome. But
1: I've always been into power, uh, into power exchange. Yeah. That's been my kink right from day one. Mm-hmm. My, one of my first ever kink experiences was going to visit a guy in Glasgow who uh was like yeah i'm gonna tie you up and do xyz things and i was really really into him um and he sent me a list of instructions before i arrived at his flat and i was so terrified going to meet him for the first time and he said listen i'm going to leave the door unlocked you come in to the hallway you get all of your clothes off and you put on a hood and you can wait for me until i come and uh and inspect you. It's a wonder more of us haven't died on grinders. Yeah, frankly, I should be in a black bin liner at the bottom of a canal at this point. But Every um, time they
0: do a news story on the grinder murderer, I'm like, there's the only one? Are I you know. sure? There's gotta got be more, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: so anyway, um, I found that so horny. That was the biggest turn on ever, just to go and get naked in someone else's flat. Mm. Um, when you arrive and you see the hood waiting and you're like, oh my God. But is that then the fear factor in it, or yeah, there's definitely a fear factor in there, and there's definitely like a rush from from doing something that is that feels really, you know, vulnerable or yeah, risque, risky, and sort of not and dangerous and all that
0: sort of stuff. Well, that's basically everyone that has outdoor sex. Yeah. Yet another king. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we might get seen and we might get caught. Yeah. You know, um, Selfridges, in uh-huh. the boring, Birmingham. This yes. is. Uh, covered in silver buttons, very weird design. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think it's Ted Baker, yeah, Ted Baker, they have two changing cubicles mm-hmm. and they're basically like wooden cylinders, mm-hmm. like wooden little circle mm-hmm. things with door. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the bottom, probably about that much you can see into. had sex in there.
1: You had sex in there?
0: Spoke to a guy on Fit Lads, if you're in the UK, does anyone yeah. remember Fit Lads? Do you remember yeah. Fit Lads? No, I don't- Fit Lads was around. that budget of all websites. It yeah. was all like, it was all like in blue or whatever. Yeah. It was so cheap. And no one on there was a lad. Everyone was like 40 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> i had never seen a gym. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but there was, but yeah, there was this Fit Like Chavvy lad. And um, yeah, we met there and it was like, he was to be in joggers with no pants, already lubed. And yeah, he would like let me know which one he was in. Oh wow! And yeah, I mean, so he how was did big you get outdoors. away with the fact?
1: And th- this is the question that I can feel is on everyone's mind: How did you get away with the fact that the bottom this much of the cubicle was feet? Surely, whoever we just went with it, whoever could see would see two pair of legs in there. Yeah, we just one went with more it. More spread than the other. Yeah,
0: we just went with it. We just went with it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, it happened. Yeah, all sorted. You have be really quiet. You've to be really quiet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fit, though, isn't it? Yeah, it was really yeah. odd. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah, there's so many Gateway Kinks. Mm. Say, calling them Gateway Kinks makes them sound like, you know, Gateway Kinks. Like, but
1: you can see how, like, you can try something that is... It's not that intimidating. Yeah, like, just a blindfold, <coughs> or, like, we've all seen the clip of the... <coughs> We're just dying, everyone. We're slowly dying of demonic Yeah, we've got diphtheria here. Mm. Uh, dip, well, dip- what? Diphtheria. Diplodocus. Diplodocus. Do, <laughs> do you think he saw us? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh, you make me cough. Yeah, you can see how, like, husband and wife, regular couple, fairly vanilla, um, or husband and husband, or wife and wife, who knows? Let's be inclusive here. Um, but, you know, someone just gets a tie out and puts it around someone's eyes and creates a little Mm. homemade makeshift blindfold. Mm -hmm. And that is such a gateway kink because it immediately creates that little power dynamic Mm. of someone who has more control
0: over the situation than the other. Um, And then they go to regulation and spend 65 pounds on the hood. Yeah. But kink can sometimes not go, well I wanna say not go to plan, but it's more, yeah, it doesn't go to plan. Yeah, and there's a number of different ways it can not go to plan, right?
1: There can be physically something in the room that doesn't go to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a wonderful, oh my gosh, I'm sure he won't mind me telling this story. I had a sub come over for his very
0: first session with me. Or maybe a, his second session. I'm guessing what this one's going to be. But yeah. let's see.
1: So I had him trussed up to my frame uh, on, is it the hook one? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. So he has um, wrist cuffs, and he's cuffed up to the uh, to the frame, and he's got ankle cuffs, cuffed to the floor, and he's got an anal hook in, right? So for those of you who don't know, an anal hook basically is a little metal hook that goes in your ass. It's not that little. Uh, well, you can get big ones and small ones and all that sort of stuff, but it's a hook that goes in your ass that's made of metal, right? It's not sharp. It's a blunt hook. Um, but. Basically, it's used for various different bondage positions, and you can use it to hold someone in position, like they've been impaled. Because they have been impaled, yeah, in in the hot way, right? So I had him on this, you you know, with this hook inside him, and it was also uh, tied up to the ceiling. So I'm edging him,
0: and I'm. So I interject with one thing: if you've seen Doctor Who, think Cassandra, (laughs) but on a slant like this, and one of those hooks went in a bum.
1: Right. So, yeah, there's an image for you all. Get, get that one emblazoned into your mind. My God. Anyway, so he's trussed up to this and the, the hook is you know, attached to the ceiling as well. So he's having a great time. He's like rock hard and he's hooded and I'm feeding him poppers and I'm stroking his dick and feeding him poppers and stroking his dick. And then he sort of randomly goes soft in the middle of the session. And I was like, ah, I was pretty sure he was really into this. Um, and then he started going sort of a little bit blue around his lips, and I thought, oh gosh. And I said, Are you feeling okay? And he said, Yeah, sir, I'm all good, I'm all good. And then, like a second later, he faints. And I was like, Oh my God. So, of course, he's now like, I, I caught him by putting my leg in between his legs and grabbing him around the waist because I was like, Well, this guy's going to get impaled on this hook, and mm-hmm. that's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. So, there's me, like, grabbing this guy, holding him up whilst also tried to unfasten all of the bondage that I put him in.
0: The problems you get yourself into sometimes.
1: Well, the guy had turned up at my place for a session at four or five o'clock in the evening and had not eaten anything all Is- day. Yeah. So, needless to say, he got a bollocking for that. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, come on, give me half a chance here. Because <laughs> he was like, I really want to do some hard poppers. I was like, you want to do your hard poppers without eating anything? That was a terrible idea. Um, so, anyway, that was one of those sessions that didn't 100% go to plan um, and ended up stopping unexpectedly. Um, so, yeah, we are, mm. even
0: the most experienced of us have tricky situations. I have to say, there's the amount of times where you go, I've been like in the zone, you know, cool. Um collected. You're doing your pace around and like you suddenly get an idea as you're interacting, like, oh, I'm going to do this. And it requires maybe, I, I mean, just like Harry Potter Killing Voldemort, it requires a number of items from various locations. So you... You're trying to say you've got Horcruxes here. Shh, <laughs> <laughs> my little Nagini. Uh, <laughs> you so do have Horcruxes. You would have Horcruxes, would yeah. you? Yeah. You would. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. have a lot. I'd have them in, like, Bitcoins. <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, so you but you start it all out, you're in the zone, you're in control and you know exactly, you've got the mind map going and you're like, I need to collect these items from the four corners of the earth, the earth being your playroom. <laughs> and you pace around and you grab them and you very confidently, it's like, you're tying them up, let's say, and it's like you clip, eye contact, oh, clip, clip, and then you go to put it in where you thought it was gonna go and you're like an inch out in your mental measurements. And yeah. you're like right, this very, very sexy, very confident swag that I've just done this whole performance yeah. in and I now can't do the thing I want I'm to now do. I'm not half an inch away from wherever I used to be and I look like a complete amateur. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, mm. and you're like, and then you just go, you kind of almost fall out at the moment. You go, two seconds. <laughs> um, well, you've got the choice there to go, two seconds, just hang on, or go,
1: yeah, boy. wow, well, you just... Wait there, well, off goes... And then you try and yeah, style yeah. it, it really doesn't work.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it happens. Sometimes physically, the world and all the atoms that make it up just don't line up to what you need. Yeah. Um, but then other times, it's like down to chemistry. Mm. Like, there have been so many guys that I've been so excited to meet or to film with, and all of that, the voice notes, the tap, 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 it's all pristine, and you meet up and you're like, yeah this is going to be really hot. I'm going to enjoy this. And then two minutes into it, you're like, this is a day at work.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then worst of all, sometimes (laughs) when you meet
1: someone for the first time and you start off the session, this has happened to me a few times as a sub, and you start off the session and immediately something goes a little bit wrong Mm. and it just takes you out of that headspace that you were trying to get into. And then you for a moment, question your trust in the person mm. and go, does this person really know what they're doing? And then after that, the game's a bogey. You've completely lost it. Because mm. yeah, no matter what could have happened after that, it yeah. takes you so much to get back in that headspace. Yeah. it was really difficult afterwards. Mm. But for every really frustrating experience or experience that didn't quite go right, we've all had those incredible experiences that came out of mm. nowhere, right? You must have had a fair few filming. Me. Yeah. I mean, I had a cameraman for a fair few where I've
0: gone, oh my God. This is so hot. I mean, purely from like a filming perspective, there was, um, uh, do you remember when Troy came to town? And yeah. you were like, so how long did you film for? And I was like, 56 minutes yeah. non-stop." And then you came in and filmed like another 45 minutes mm. non-stop. And sometimes that's just the kind of way it is. You just, you, you know, it, out of nowhere, you know, your expectations weren't here and they weren't here. Yeah, um, it's it's they were somewhere in the middle, and it's just that synergy, right? <sighs> yeah, and it's mm-hmm. just it's bad, and you you can't predict it. Mm. It is literally down to mm-hmm. pheromones, moods, mm. everything. Um, Absolutely, and it's super cool when that happens, though. I
1: mean, then sometimes there are the people that you expected to have fun with, but you didn't expect to connect with on such a level. Yeah, When you go, oh my gosh, this is really, really fun,
0: really, really fun yeah. on, on on a real part. Like mm. for the majority of time. Well, I think the the thing to maybe look for or the thing to maybe highlight it as is, you know when you get um, remote-controlled cars? Mm -hmm. Now, I haven't been a kid for a long time and I haven't had a remote-controlled car in a long time. I don't know if they still do. But you'd have the remote, right? And the remote would have like three different channels Mm -hmm. in case there were other remote-controlled things around. Mm -hmm. You'd flick onto a different channel that was less busy. And when you have that good kink chemistry, it's like you're both on the same channel. And it doesn't matter how you say or what you say or what kind of words you use, you're both picking up the intentions yeah, and you're just running on the same frequency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's just... And there's
1: so much non-verbal communication in King yeah. as well That that's so sexy when that all pops
0: off. I think when it just works, yeah. just when it comes um, out. Uh, we did this whole double cameraman scene yeah. randomly right to Garth King yeah. and the non-verbal communication, although we did end up... Do you remember that one bit? Like, so there's like there's a guy in a sling, there's a guy on top of the sling hammering away like his life depends on it and I'm down low and he's up high and, like, there was this bit and I just remember holding my, like, camera rig and I was like... For those of you listening to the podcast, he's making lots of hand signals right now." Yeah. Oh, yes, I forget yeah. that people are just listening. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just doing all these little weird hand signals and um. it just looks like I'm trying to spell out the word snake in hieroglyphs. <laughs> and... um, <laughs> uh and, and I was like,
1: what? Monosodium glutamate?
0: Yeah. But then <laughs> we moved and we knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. It was yeah. super cool. Yeah, it, was it was super, very super. Cool. Very. It was
1: like something out of some sort of spy thing. Oh, yeah. You know? like, like Mission, Mission Impossible. impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they're like across the room from each other and there's like mm. 53
0: red lasers. And you're just like, Doo, do, 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 uh, Yeah, it was very, very sexy. Yeah. So mm. nonverbal communication is... A very valid form of communication. Yeah, and
1: actually a really key communication when you're doing kinky things because if someone's got a ball gag in, there ain't much chance of verbal communication, is there? Ball gag, hood, cuffs, collar,
0: wallet. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's got that look in his eye. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, when the boy wants to be drained, he has this look in his eye and it's basically like manic must be drained. Mm. And if you don't do it, it's like he'll have a seizure. Yeah, I've got an EpiPen for it now. It's quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but in amongst all of this, there are like safe practices that everyone should be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. Number one, one for me is if you're going to do something with somebody new, mm-hmm. you don't know a lot about them, mm-hmm. you're maybe not going to get to know each other before the session. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like uh, Mr. 101 over here and turn <laughs> up to someone's house and take off all your clothes in their hallway, kneel down and pray that they don't kill you. Yeah. Very good that people know where you are and what's going on, yes. potentially, even yeah. if they don't know the details. So like, I know a lot of people have like... Um, Should we do a... Uh, alpha beta top five tips on safe practice.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can do. Yeah, coming what? in at number five,
0: we've got share your location with a friend. Yeah, when you're what? that's really good. New. Yeah, drop a live location is super good on WhatsApp. Yeah,
1: and listen, it doesn't need to be someone kinky, it doesn't need to be, it just needs to be someone who you know if something goes wrong. They will come and find you.
0: Yeah, just a reliable mate. You know, not yeah. the one that sometimes has one too many Chardonnays. And it's <laughs> like, what year is We've it? All,
1: we all know a Tanya. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all know a Tanya. Number five. Number five. I yeah. would say in at number four, and it's an old one. But if you're meeting someone who you don't have an established connection with, mm-hmm. a safe word is always really, really important. I really like the word red because I think it's quite a non some people say pineapple. I'm like, no, no. Let's not have pineapple happen in the middle of a session. Um, pina
0: colada. Pina. I like um,
1: pina colada. Yeah. I'm now taking that one as our safe word. Pina colada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always good to have that little word that can come out just to tell the other person to slow down, mm-hmm. or maybe uh, you know, pop the gag out and, mm-hmm. and have a breather for five minutes. Because mm-hmm. we've all been in those situations where you go, "Oh, this is getting a little bit too much now," um, and it's important to know that you can you can say something and if you have a gag in or something like that it's important to discuss some other kind of communication with the person you're with being that clicking your fingers or wiggling your feet or you know grunting three times or something mm. like that we have that
0: in filming actually quite a bit we will yeah. use like we'll be like right if it gets quite a lot and you need to if you're reaching your limit on something yeah. let's say they're cuffed up you know it'll mm-hmm. be like click your fingers I always
1: tell people to click their fingers mm-hmm.
0: um, but there are lots of people out there who can't Nearly, yeah. Ah, so we have safe words. We've got sharing your location. What's next? In at number three, if you're doing any kind of sorry, in at number three is making me think top of the pops. Yeah, this is the top of the pops yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> And in at number fifteen, we've got Dancing Queen by ABBA. Uh, <laughs> and then they actually, but they would have ABBA then. Come really? on and do yeah, Dancing yeah. Queen. You're like, why is yeah, this? Yeah, go on. So anyway, um, number three for me, and uh, this is more of a thing for DOMs out there. Um, If you're doing any bondage that involves rope or any bondage that involves tape, it's always good to have a nice little pair of safety shears right nearby. I always have them in the rope drawer so that they're always next to what I'm doing. And they basically look like a regular pair of scissors, but one side is blunt on the underside so that you can stick them near the skin uh, and get them underneath whatever, Mm. and they they will sharply cut through anything so that you can get someone out of a precarious position if needs be. That's a good one. We like that. We like mm-hmm. a safety shear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's super important if you're doing anything that is going to take a little bit of time to undo. Yeah. I like my
0: childhood traumas. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing. We <It> shouldn't. Be. <laughs> In at number two, I would say if possible, try and build a connection with the person before engaging in the kink. Absolutely. And try and get the grounds of, uh, even if it's just 20 minutes before the session starts, try and get the grounds of a conversation off the ground, um, you know, just the base essence of getting to know each other and have that line of communication. Work out whether this is the kind of person that you can say no to, Mm -hmm. whether you feel this is the kind of person that's hearing you, Mm -hmm. and that when you discuss hard no's or big yeses Mm -hmm. that they're picking up on that Mm -hmm. if you're not getting those signals then I would suggest that you go for a light session see Mm -hmm. how the chemistry goes see Mm -hmm. what carries you through Mm -hmm. and if you find that you suddenly have a huge amount more faith and trust in the person see if you can push see if you can request or push depending on which side you're on to go harder and harder yeah absolutely And as a dom, I, I'm speaking probably that more there from a sub side, but as a dom, um, don't spe- don't let the maybe the excitement set the expectation mm. too high. Don't over promise or over deliver on something that you mm. can't do because the worst thing in the world is someone to, you feel like you need to be, there's a lot of pressure to be quite hard as a dom, you know, yeah. it's like, The epitome of the best dom is the hardest dom. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, The best dom is the most skilled dom Mm -hmm. and the most attentive, Uh the most fixated um, on the person they're with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So being able to keep the expectation low and not over so that you don't end up wielding a flogger when you haven't got a clue what you're doing. Or yeah.
1: tours. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, um, I remember at Folsom, yeah. um, being with some friends who had been to a... I think they were at the Boots Bar. Which one's that? Cruise 101 or something like that? Well, oh, New Action. New Action, oh. yeah. And they were being flogged by someone, and they are like, Cute. yeah, he was just whacking my kidneys, and it wasn't sexy. Oh. Um, because, actually... There's a bit more to it than uh-huh. just than just whacking someone with a bit of leather, uh-huh. um, and safety is really really important. Uh-huh. So that's a great great point about mutual respect and yeah. about and um, making sure that you really
0: understand a little bit about the person before uh-huh. you 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 let them uh-huh. padlock you. I will something. say on the night of flogging, mm-hmm. it is it is remarkable how to flog someone. You, uh, you when you actually think about the movements mm-hmm. your body's doing, it's quite dramatic. Yeah. Really, from from the wielder's side. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Duh, duh, you look like duh. you're in Pirates of the Caribbean. Really, yeah, it's really like, it's,
0: it's like a lot going on. I remember yeah. like the first time I got really lost in like a, a session of vlogging someone and I was like, kind of came slightly out the zone and I was like, what's all what this? Duh, duh, what's this arm doing? Yeah. Why is, on oh,
1: guard? Oh. She's got choreography
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite a cool pose. Mm, it was quite a cool. Pose. I like that. For everyone at home, I've been swinging my arms wildly. Everyone at home, everyone listening to this podcast, yeah. I've been swinging my arms wildly around, doing some very, very sexy poses. And everyone watching video, you have signed an NDA unwittingly. and must agree <laughs> with what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so in at number one on our top five for best practice is the C word, is consent. And that comes from both parties. And it's about making sure that as a dom and as a sub, that you're making sure that in at all times consent is given, either verbally or non-verbally, throughout the whole session. And there's a whole bunch of ways that can, uh, consent can be withdrawn and given within a session. And it doesn't always mean saying please do this to me or please don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a whole number of different ways that someone can say yo, no and that someone can say yes to something. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's the it's, it's the number one underpinning aspect to kink that is important when you're having sex with anyone, be it kinky or not. Um, so that is definitely our top five best things to make sure you have a safe, fun and
0: good practised we uh, like how we got like the little, like, what's this? It's like, it's like, it's like DVDs, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's like the, you know, there's our top five kids. Yeah. Make sure that you're fun, friendly and safe. <laughs> you know, when you said, and don't um, talk to strangers. then <laughs> you said it's the big C one. Yeah. Or I thought you were going to go with choose therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so rounding off from everything that we've covered about King. Where would you say are some of the more interesting places for people to maybe not necessarily experience the king themselves, yeah, but be around it, observe it, yeah, see it in nature, yeah, see it. In like the... David Attenborough, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's ob- observe some flogging
1: in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's important to say that kink doesn't n- exclusively need to be within a playroom or a dungeon or a bedroom. That actually kink can be a massively social thing for people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and events like Folsom, events like Darklands, events like Torture Garden in London, the Recon Fetish Week, etc. Um, et
0: you've got you've got um, stretch up in Manchester yeah. if you're in the UK, the Manchester Rubber Men Weekend. So I mean, fetish men. yeah. Um, um, yeah, there's, there's lots of little local events. I think most of them, I'm not on Facebook, but mm-hmm. I believe if you look up fetish events yeah. on Facebook, there's lots of different groups yeah. that people are a part of. And we have Recon,
1: which is a, a gay fetish social app. And we have FetLife, which is a bit more of a all-encompassing fetish place. And it's important to say that kink doesn't exclusively exist in the bedroom that it can be a massively social thing as well. Mm -hmm. And it's often really, really cool to connect with other kinksters and discuss kink and discuss what you like with people who are like-minded.
0: Yeah, yeah, massive there's so much opportunity out there. And actually I find that being around people that participate in kink in a just a social way and you get to discuss and have your take and have their say. And maybe you'll you know, you'll see a snippet of some action as you walk past a dark room at yeah. a certain event. This, that, and the other. One, it helps educate without you having to physically go and mm-hmm. get involved in a kink mm. uh, that maybe you have, wouldn't normally plan to. Mm-hmm. But also, it helps to maybe take some of the... Nerve out of it yeah. as well. and the you're stigma. Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of stigma in it, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's just so cool to be like, I remember um, Full Fetish in London when we went together, mm. um, just feeling so liberated that I was able to be out in gear, um, be out in public
0: as your beta as well. Mm-hmm. And feel he had a big neon sign above his head <laughs> he made it himself <coughs> like, do you mind if i wear this it was like this <laughs> yeah. yum. yum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i do my own sound effects <laughs> it's beautiful isn't it and <laughs> your own massive neon signs <laughs> <laughs> but it's so
1: cool to be in a fetish and really sex positive environment where mm. you can just kind of be who you are yeah um and it means that if as a kinkster who's maybe not as experienced or wants to try new things and explore new things it's great to just be amongst people who are don't really care about
0: about the stigma anymore. They're in a place where they feel safe and they can be who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. We we're just out there in the we we're, all, we were out in the beer garden and just chatting to two guys. Had a little bit of action with one. Started chatting away with his partner. Looked across. His partner choked him out. You know, so <laughs> just relatively normal. He you know, so
1: beautiful. this yeah. beautiful, muscle man. And I was yeah. like, he's not going to be into me in the slightest. And then he just comes up to me and starts squeezing mm. my nipple and goes, yeah, what are you into? And then gets his hands around my neck and chokes me out. And mm. I, nearly, I nearly combusted from
0: being so surprised and turned on at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. And I was like, yeah, he's hot. He can do that to him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it the care.
1: fact that anyone who's hot <laughs> could just kind of like do whatever they want.
0: The yeah, that's basically the rule. I'm like, yeah. they're fit. He's enjoying it. I'm all good. <laughs> yeah. It's only when you see like the, like, you know, it's only when you look at them and go, oh, they're fit. But you know that if this was like an animated movie, their eyes would be like manic little spirals. Oh, right. That's the yeah, only time yeah. you're like, hi, yeah, this is mine. <laughs> hi. Or
1: if it were like an animated movie, they'd be, you know, in a wielding trench coat under a big rain cloud with thunder and lightning accompanying them. And you go, oh, that might be the baddie then. <laughs> Can no, I that's just, you. Yeah. <laughs> that goes my dreams. So. <laughs>
0: great, cool. <laughs> no trench coats for me. But yes. Oh no, you look better than a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, trench no, coat and nothing else? That, um, it'll make your eyes water post that I'm still obsessed with. Yeah. Oh, Great yeah. trench coat, Batman hoods. If yeah. you're listening to this, that post is so prime.
1: Yeah. What? And if you want to send money to the Alpha Leal Rush Trench Coat Fund...
0: Uh, the sort code is. <laughs> <laughs> and the account number is. <laughs> now, if you want to find my trench coat, go and watch this video on our website, teamalphabeta.com. Yeah, we thank you for your continued support on our work. So I'm pretty sure that we actually managed to impart some form of wisdom there and not just talk a lot about Great, and also weird sex. Yeah, yeah. and the occasional keeping it up appearances reference. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how many of those make it through the edit. Yes, Please. it was
1: it was a ramble of a podcast, yeah. but one we very much enjoyed making,
0: and we hope that you've enjoyed listening to. So, as always, he has been the boy that is sat to my left, but he'll look like he's on my right when you watch this online, (laughs) Coram101. And you have been the man everyone wants to see in a trench coat and a Batman mask at the Leo Rush. As always, if you want to see more of us, then head on over to teamalphabeta.com where you can check out the video of each episode uh, for a very low monthly subscription. Um, Or you can check out our social pages if you search for at the Leo Rush or at Corium 101.
1: We release a new episode every week on a Monday on your usual podcast service or as a video on our website.